This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. What's up, guys? This is Ryan of Top Rope Nation, and you're listening to an exclusive preview of this week's edition of the Top Rope Nation Classics Podcast. Now, this is an exclusive show we do for our supporters over at patreon.com slash Nation. If you enjoyed the preview and you want to hear the episode in its entirety, head on over to Patreon, become a supporter of the show, and get full access to this edition of Top Rope Nation Classics and all editions in the future. We hope you enjoy this special free preview, and we'll be seeing you over at patreon.com slash Nation. So we're back here on Top Rope Nation Classics. We're here to talk a little 2002 WWE. This is Ryan Drosty and Kyle Ross here for the Patreon exclusive edition of Top Rope Nation. Top Rope Nation Classics. We're looking at Backlash 2002, a noteworthy show, Kyle, for several reasons. Um, Not only because of the Hulk Hogan involvement in the main event, but also because this was the very last pay-per-view where the company was known as the WWF. So um, I want to just kind of start off talking. Before they got the F out. Before they got the F out. That's for sure. Um, Guys, I want to start out just saying, of course, if you want to hear this whole edition of the show and all the editions of Top Rope Nation classics we've done in the past, make sure to head on over to patreon.com slash Top Rope Nation. You can sign up to become a patron of the show. You get all our bonus content, these classic shows. You get our extra shows where we review all the WWE AEW pay-per-views we did all out last weekend. Only way to hear those full shows, if you're on our mainstream or a feed, I should say, right now, you're hearing a 10-minute preview of Top Rope Nation Classics. But the only way to hear the entire edition is to sign up over at Patreon. It's a lot of fun. We do giveaways. We interact with all of you. Great way to support the growth of the show and uh, get the word out there. So, Kyle, I should mention one more thing. Yes, go ahead. Well, I'm sure you may get to it, so hopefully I'm not stepping on your toes, so to speak, here. Not only is this the final pay-per-view before WWF becomes WWE, it is the first pay-per-view under the brand extension. That's true. Not a brand split, a brand extension. Linda McMahon was very adamant about those words Mm -hmm. at the time. Yes, so... As I said, it's just myself and Kyle here. Justin is not able to join us this time. Uh, you want to hear our last edition of Top Rope Nation Classics. We looked at WCW Super Brawl 2. It was all three of us on that show. A fantastic show. It's probably my favorite Top Rope Nation Classics we've done. We'll see how this one stacks up, though. Uh, so I got to throw a shout-out to our patron, Liam, for throwing out the suggestion for us to do Backlash 02. I think it's one that's going to have us talking, Kyle, about a lot of different things. Probably going <laughs> to yes. bring about a lot of different emotions on this broadcast. Yes, as you could tell from 
my very lengthy notes that I've done here. Woof, did I was I, I was quite verbose here. I we do have a lot to talk about. And you know, you talk about Liam, you talk about thank you, Liam, for giving us this idea and of course for your support. Um going back to that Super Brawl 2 episode though, if people want to check that out in the archives, um Liam pointed something out to me. Uh, on the show, I we were trying to deduce what the crowd was chanting during the Terry Taylor match. Mm-hmm. I was like, were they chanting bruiser? I mean, were they like having flashbacks? They were chanting Rooster, which makes a lot of sense. Oh, Terry Taylor. Yeah. Yeah, Liam Guy, I can't believe I didn't deduce that. <laughs> that is None pretty of, amazing. Yeah. None of us thought of that. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, Liam's like, yeah, he DM'd me like right after we did. He's like, by the way, I think they were chanting Rooster at him. Yeah, makes sense. I guess the, the Milwaukee crowd was confusing us when we were thinking about the bruiser. Um, so the way we usually start off on these shows is we kind of taught, we set the stage for the year the event happened. So this is the most recent, uh, top rope nation classic show we've done. All the rest of them have been from the nineties. Here we are in the two thousands. I mean, it was still 17 years ago. Feels a lot more recent to me though. Um, and we like to set the stage just kind of talking about where we were ourselves in the month and year when this event happened. So this is April, 2002. Kyle, what was the state of your wrestling fandom and uh, life in general in April 2002? Well, it was big time for me. I was a little over a month away from graduating college uh, and then set to embark on what would ultimately be a failed law school career. Hmm. Uh, <laughs> one of the shorter sections on my Wikipedia page, my law school career, gave, gave it up after one semester. Just... Um, couldn't stop binge watching the Sopranos or smoking weed. It was just not a good combination <laughs> when you're in law school. That's really funny because you know what? I actually contemplated going to law school at one point too. I didn't actually follow through with it though. Yeah, it was. I was too young, man. I don't know what I was thinking. Moved all the way up to Vermont, and that didn't last. It was beautiful, beautiful area, but um, you know my my academics were uh, where it just wasn't going to work out. So I I quit right before exams. So I called my parents I'm like this is going to go ugly. Mm. Um, you know, bowling shoe ugly, some might say. <laughs> yes. Um, but as far as my fandom of WWF, um, I gotta say it was actually at a seven year low. And I'm very specific about that. Cause I remember, you know, I, I think I've mentioned this on the show a lot of times <laughs> with the exception of like Oh seven to 2010, which clearly was my low point in fandom. Like I just, I did actually did not watch the modern product fairly regularly during those years. Mm-hmm. Um, but other than that, I, I've pretty much consistently watched wrestling on a weekly basis for the last 33 years. Um, but the two times before that, that stick out were right around the time of WrestleMania 11. When I think a lot of people were checking out Mm-hmm. You know, the WWE was probably at its nadir, you could argue, during that period. I was a big Shawn Michaels fan, and I was like, yeah, if he doesn't win the title here, you know, maybe this isn't for me. No one at school was talking wrestling anymore, and I just felt like, yeah, this, you know, it, it, the, the product clearly wasn't good. Yeah, he doesn't win the title, and so I'm like, all right, I'm out. Well, you know, I couldn't help myself. Checked back in a few weeks later, saw they turned Shawn baby face. I'm like, I'm back in. <laughs> um... But here, you know, I mentioned, you know, I'm getting ready to graduate college again. My roommates, you know, I had three roommates. None of them were watching wrestling. I'm getting ready. You know, I got big things going on. And whether it was the booking of the previous year or just, you know, a combination of factors, I, I was it was really low 
my fandom for WWF at this time. And, and I, around this time, stopped watching for a couple weeks. Um, even the stuff that was clicking, quote unquote, for WWF, you know, like the Triple H comeback mm-hmm. drew a big number at the Rumble, uh, Hogan's return, uh, you know, obviously meant a lot to a lot of people. I wasn't that into the, either of those things as we'll get into. Yeah, I'm I'm kind of flip side from you here because I wouldn't say like my interest was at an all time high or anything like that. But I think I think my interest would have been lower if I had been in college like you were when this show happened. So April 2002, I was a month away from graduating high school. And I think one of the things that kept me really into wrestling at the time is just being surrounded like by my best friends in high school and we were all into wrestling. So we talked about it all the time in the halls at school. Mm-hmm. And, um, I remember distinctly getting this show on pay-per-view and I had three or four of my best friends over. We all watched it. I I always think about this show because I remember after when uh, the guys were leaving and we all went out into the street where they were parked. We started kind of having like a mock wrestling match in the in the street. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I remember that, but uh, yeah. that was right after Backlash Show too. So I think just just the daily conversations, and we'd always talk news and rumors and what was going on. I was I was still pretty into it, and like not the heyday of the late '90s level or anything, but I was pretty into it. I was I was writing about wrestling at this point already too. Um, I was writing over at uh, WrestleView.com. At this point, hmm. yep. I remember WrestleView.com. Yeah, so that's kind of where I, I didn't know you wrote there. Huh? I did. I, I was a co-webmaster there as well for a long time. Um, hmm. That's kind of where it started. I guess my first published wrestling writing was probably in 99 with ProWrestle.com. And then I did some stuff here and there. Uh, it's like some smaller websites. And then eventually WrestleView, I think in 01 or 02, I joined. And I wrote off and on there for probably six or seven years. But uh, in 02, I was I was doing a lot. I was helping with the webmastering, like I, webmastering, like I said. I was writing a lot. Um, not long after this, Kyle, I had a little stint with Dave Meltzer over at the Wrestling Observer. Um, around the time, my God, yeah, I thought the... my law school, my failed <laughs> law school experience was the big reveal here. I didn't know this. Yeah, I, well, I covered. Uh, it was a little bit after this because it was when TNA started up, um, but it was when they were on Fox Sports Midwest, so probably oh three oh four. 